Live from State Street and the old National Bank Studio. This is WMVP WSAG HD2 Chicago. Now, back to more. Carmen and Yurko. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. A good Karma Brands radio station. Hope everyone's having a great Thursday. Boy, it's chilly outside, though. We're going to warm up a little bit this weekend, so that'll be nice. The weather looks good, actually, for Bears-Packers. You know, good for December, what's that going to be, December 4th. So uh, not so bad. Come hang with us tonight at Benny's uh, Lincoln Park, 630 to 8. The whole crew will be out there, all the shows. The release of our single barrel, few whiskey picks, and Black and Abdallah are going to be doing the show live. So you want to go and uh, check it out. They'll be there doing their show from 6 to 8 in the tasting room. There's going to be food from Pearl's. It's going to be great. So come by and see us tonight. Uh, we've talked a lot. We kind of spread it around a little bit in that first hour. I like the conversation. Bulls took it in the teeth last night. Hawks played uh, a feisty, exciting game against uh, the high-powered Edmonton Oilers. That was a fun watch. If nothing, uh, you know, for, for nothing more than just watching McDavid and Drysaddle, who are great. Devin Booker had an incredible performance last night. So not a bad night for sports. Just our teams lost, and they're not very good right now. Uh, the news on Lonzo isn't good, but we've spent a lot of time talking football here, and I was teasing uh, something that Patrick Mahomes has said about how he ended up in Kansas City. Look, we've we've talked about the story before, and it comes from, you know, Waddles. I'm not speaking out of turn. Waddles discussed this on the air. I'm not saying anything out of school here. Uh, when When it became pretty evident that Mitch Trubisky wasn't the guy and Patrick Mahomes is trending towards being, like, maybe the best quarterback ever, you know, Waddle had relayed... What he had heard, and when I tell you the source is unimpeachable, the source is unimpeachable. It's unimpeachable. Uh, what he, uh, Waddle had heard, what, what, what Mad Nagy thought while he was in KC about Mahomes. You know, the story goes, when Mahomes was a sophomore, Brett Veach first had eyes on him. Now, John Dorsey was still the GM. Brett Veach was uh, in the scouting department. Right. He was the head of their college scouting. Brett Veach had eyes on Mahomes. And he would go to Andy Reid. And he would ask him to look and, hey, this is our next quarterback. Andy Reid joked at one point, I don't have time to look at a sophomore in college. Like, you know, and he said, finally, Veach broke me down because he kept saying, look at this kid at Texas Tech. Look at this kid at Texas Tech. Take a look. And Andy said, yeah, it's impressive. Then, of course, the junior year happens. They're all over him, right? This is why it annoys the crap out of me when I hear, well, nobody knew Mahomes was going to be the da 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 You're about to hear Some, in a minute, too. Somebody there did. were teams that knew Mahomes was the quarterback to take. But Andy Reid had all of his offensive guys, Matt Nagy was one of them, ahead of that draft, do their reports, rank the quarterbacks. We want a full write-up on Mahomes, Trubisky, and Watson. And Nagy's write-up mirrored what the other offensive coaches and what the scouts had thought about the three quarterbacks. In their minds, Patrick Mahomes was clearly the number one quarterback. Clearly. They had said if there's a generational talent at quarterback in this draft, it will be Patrick Mahomes. So don't tell me nobody knew that Patrick Mahomes was going to be great. Nat Nagy's write-up on Deshaun Watson was they were uh, afraid of his build. They were afraid of his body. Now, there are other issues you could be afraid of with Deshaun Watson, believe me. But they but were afraid those of his weren't frame. Apparent exactly. back then. They were afraid of his frame and the injury history. That's what kind of turned them off. They liked him. But they were like, eh, John Fox famously thought Watson was going to be the best quarterback. And then there was Mitch Trubisky, and they can, they wrote, meh. But somehow, you know, Ryan Pace, you know, okay, we don't have to go down it again, I guess. But anyway, here's Mahomes talking 
uh, with Kelsey and the crew on the New Heights pod about how he ended up being drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs. The first day that I met Coach Reed was at the facility. We had like the uh, meetings, like the top 30 visits. So I was in there for like five hours. He's just going through plays, going through plays. And uh, I'm going to give you all the inside scoop. Uh, Matt Nagy, who was the offensive coordinator then, he really liked me. So he gave me the plays they were going to go over the night before. So Coach Reed's finding out here live on New Heights podcast. Oh, my gosh. Matt (laughs) Nagy. How could you? Let's go. And yeah, so of course I crushed the meeting. I stayed up all night studying those plays. It's like, man, this kid is locked in. We got ourselves a winner here. <laughs> As the process went on, I got a feeling that I was kind of going up in the draft. I had a couple of teams that said they were going to draft me, and I mean, that's true. Like, It's not like these coaches are making that up. I talked to them. Uh, during the draft process, and they were like, hey, if you're there, we're going we're gonna to take you. I kind of gave a little inside info to the, the Chiefs, and I was like, hey, if y'all let me go anywhere below. At the time, I didn't know about the Saints, but I was like, if y'all let me go 12 or below, I'm going to get drafted by someone else. You drafted yourself? So I gave the Chiefs a little, bit of, in, a, little bit of, a little bit of info on that because I wanted to be here. It's going to make Sean Payton cringe because remember a year ago what Sean Payton told yeah. us? Sean Payton told us on these airwaves that their plan was to draft Patrick Mahomes. That he was going to be the replacement for the, the heir apparent. Drew Brees. Yes. And Sean Payton told us in that same interview, the minute they got notice that the Chiefs just moved up ahead of them, no. Sean Payton turned to the room and said, Andy's going to get Patrick Mahomes. They knew it right away. They ended up drafting Marshawn Lattimore. Sean Payton told us if their plan on draft day was when they got to their pick, they were writing down Patrick Mahomes on the card. Um, and that's a pretty incredible story. And it's incredible because the best thing Matt Nagy ever did didn't yeah. happen here in Chicago. Why couldn't he have been the coach just one year earlier, your coach? It happened in Kansas City. Just one year. Matt Nagy was, I can't believe we're going to say it, he's smart enough to know. He liked Patrick Mahomes so much, he gave him the plays. But then he got here and he lied. Well, of course. What do you expect? Uh, but he, he came here and he lied to everybody, though. Well, come on. He said, of course I can play with Mitch Trubisky. What's he going to say? Uh, you know. So it's okay to not tell the truth? Um, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes, Jerko. Sometimes you got to, you know, you can't go out and you can, the minute you get here say, well, I don't really like the quarterback too much. I think he's just, eh. You can't do that. Sometimes you got to lie a little. So speaking of quarterbacks a year too early, do you think teams are having that same conversation now about Caleb Williams? Because he, be he won't be able to come out this year. So he'll be in college football for no. an additional year. No. And a lot of people in college football are, are saying that he... His game resembles young Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mahomes, I think, was still, let's face it, Caleb Williams is playing at USC. USC is one of the preeminent college programs in the country. I get it. We're in the Midwest, or if you're on the East Coast, you might not get to see a lot because they play West Coast games. It's freaking USC with Lincoln Riley. I mean, like, Texas, who was really, unless you're a nutty college football fan, like, who was really watching you know, and so for, for Brett Veach to kind of be like, man, this is the guy. They're all in love with Caleb Williams because they see it every week, Chris. I mean, well, he's he's well, in he's in prime time. He's in the spotlight. Like, wasn't there that one epic game where Mahomes and Mayfield went back and yeah, forth, yeah. Oklahoma, Texas Tech, where That's they true. they both put up like fifty plus points and it went to overtime. It's true. Um, and that like that was a huge game. I, I believe that was a a marquee game. I that think you're day. right, but I see your point too. Like, is there going to be? Is there going to be some staff out there that just loves him so much? They're like, dude, we're going to do Tank. anything we have to to make sure that you're ours and we'll, we'll, we'll lie, cheat, and steal between now 
in April 2024 to be able to draft you. And I don't know that you're going to find the next Mahomes. I don't know. I mean, Caleb's been incredible. That offense is incredible. Well, there's always the next Mahomes. There is. Same way there's the next uh, Tom Brady. There's the next Peyton Manning. There's the next Johnny. I mean, there's always the next quarterback. This this proximity. Will, Will he already this close to Mahomes be the next Mahomes? Maybe. He's awfully good. He's awfully talented. And he works with a he works with a quarterback whisperer. Yeah. Let's face it. Would there ever be another Peyton? Yes, of course there. There will be. Why? Because you get thirty two running backs in the league, and one of them's going to be the leader. Yeah. One of them's going to score touchdowns. Is there ever going to be another Jerry uh, a Jerry Rice? Are you kidding me? The, oh, yeah. the things receivers are doing now, it's like yeah, yeah. There's another one. I don't know there's if there's a guy quite up in Jerry. Minnesota. Yeah, there's Justin, a guy yeah. up in in Buffalo doing things. There's a guy in Cincinnati doing things. Cooper Cup caught 500 balls last year. Yes. Come on, guys. 500 balls. But I, I mean, the point is, yes, yes. Anytime you think there won't be another one, you get Derrick Henry that comes along. You know? Yeah. So this is going to be uh, Lincoln Riley's third Heisman winner in seven seasons. No, I'm sorry, six. This will be Lincoln Riley's third Heisman winner. Because he's going to win it, right, guys? I think Caleb Williams is going to win it. I think Isn't so. He? Uh, he would have to have a really bad game on Friday night to who's, not win it. Because who's, who's second right now? Well, it would be C.J. Stroud. And oh, C.J. Stroud doesn't have a game this weekend, a game right? This week. So, like, yeah. the others who have a chance to, to improve their, their stock, they don't play. I think he's going to win it. All the teams that are participating this weekend don't really have a, a Heisman frontrunner. Except Blake Corum, but he's been injured. Blake so probably not even. I mean, Blake Corum right. might not he's play. Like he played, wait, he, he had right two now, two carries last week against carries. Ohio State. Two carries, and you know they want to get him a full month before yeah. they roll into the playoffs. So win or lose, Michigan's going to go. So I, mean, I don't think they're going to lose anyway. But win or lose, they're going to go. They want Blake Corum help. It, it, it's going to be the second week in a row where Caleb Williams is going to have the showcase. Yeah, where he'll just solidify it if he plays well. So the odds right now, Caleb Williams is minus three thousand oh to win. Yeah. Max so, Duggan is uh, minus yeah. two. There's Plus two thousand. CJ Stroud is plus twenty five hundred. That's such and then a gap. Stetson Bennett is plus ten thousand. That's such a big gap. Like Caleb, Caleb Williams is going to win it, and this will be the third quarterback to play under Lincoln Riley in the last six seasons. York to win the Heisman Trophy. Now his other guys, I, I call him a quarterback whisperer. Maybe only at college. His other guys, let's face it. I mean Baker leaves a lot to be desired. I don't think Baker Mayfield's a starting quarterback in this league. Kyler's an interesting one. Murray. You know, I don't know what to make of Kyler Murray. Well, they, they, I don't, not a lot of people know what to make of Kyler Murray. Carl. I know, I know. Not even former teammates but know he, what to make of him. I, you're right, but he knows how to coach these kids in college. That's for damn sure. Yeah, we should play that sound too. Should we play? What that? do we have, Carm? Um, I mean, I'll, he just said all he said I'll, I'll, was that he he is like he only cares about himself. Patrick Peterson again. Yeah. All these guys have podcasts or they're on podcasts. Patrick Peterson of the Vikings, who is his former teammate in Arizona, had said. You know, like Chris said, he goes, well, Kyler Murray doesn't care about anybody but Kyler Murray. Yeah, that's you know, that's like, all he said. That was it. And then he laughed. And he laughed. And then Kyler tweeted, and he's like, you know, what did he, he tweeted like, you're supposed to be a big bro and a mentor. How about doing it then instead of just looking to gain followers for your pod and talk to me like a man, <laughs> you know. So they're going back. This is what Cloud, happens now. They're all doing chasing. podcasts and, you know. See, Eric, that's what you have to do with this podcast. You have to go after a player so then they come after you. To accuse you of cloud chasing, but then yeah. really if, you then bury them on the podcast, and then boom, numbers rise. Whenever it was, what was it? When did uh, when did Baltimore win the Super Bowl? Ten years ago, eleven years ago? Yeah, whenever like it was. That. Social media wasn't quite even in the last decade like it is today. If there were podcasts and social media like it is today, after that it would have happened. 
when Yurko tore into Kadri Ishmael. Yeah. And Yurko was right. That's what happened. It would have went viral. Joe Flacco would have, on Twitter, would have said, I'm going to listen to a guy who had nine career sacks. I just That's exactly what happened. Yep. That's the way that would have played out, Chris. When Yurko said, you'd be crazy in Baltimore to pay Joe Flacco. And Yurko was right, by the way. Because he's not a league quarterback, exactly. even though he won a Super Bowl. Exactly. And I was that's, right. That's what would have happened. I was right, they, unfortunately. They would have tweeted. They, the, the Hive would have come after you. Yep. And Joe Flacco would have tweeted about your career and this and that. And who are you? And I just won the Super Bowl. Yada, yada, yada. That's what, that's, that's what happens today. Well, it's the same thing when you and I went on Cleveland Radio and told them that there's no way in the world you can pay Baker Mayfield. Well, yeah, they didn't like us. They thought we were nuts. Well, well Goldhammer agrees Goldhammer with us. Goldhammer agreed with us, but it was who? Grossi? Who uh, Tony it? did, and then the Tony Honda who? Cleveland. Tony, uh, no, it was, um, it was our guy in Cleveland. Yeah, Tony Grossi, yes. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said you're all right, Spider. Oh, boy. The, and then the Baker Hive on Twitter. Oh, comes. man. Yeah, how'd that work for you? Baker Mayfield is not a starting quarterback. Right. He's not a. He's not a... You can't pay him 20% yeah, of, of your salary cap if he's not the guy. Come on. If you can't watch Baker Mayfield and see that, I, we can't help you. And I mean the guy that can take you to the playoffs on a consistent basis. Of course. The guy that can carry you there. Yes. Hey, you may not win the Super Bowl because only one quarterback wins the Super Bowl. But there's a, doesn't mean there's only one quarterback that's fantastic. But like you said, you need to be Manning or Roethlisberger or Brady or Mahomes, where you're going to the Rodgers, as much as we hate him, where you're in the playoffs virtually every season. Every year. Mahomes has been in the AFC title game every year he has started in this league. That's what you need. 312-332 ESPN. We'll grab some of your calls coming up. Todd Furman live in Vegas at 135. We'll be right back. Listening to Carmen and Yurko on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. All right, prediction time, real quick. Make a prediction. The Bulls have played 21 games. 21 games, Carm. So what, a quarter of the season? Yes. Bulls have played one quarter of their season. Will they make, at the very least, the play-in tournament? No. They're on the outside looking in now. No. I picked them in the bet I have with Black and Abdallah. I'm going to have to say yes to stick with it. Just be 10, guys. I mean, God. Let me see if I go back you to my notes. just got to catch the Knicks for I mean, crying out loud. Did I, you guys think at this point of the, the year we'd be saying, oh, man, just at least stay in it? Stay in the – try to make the 10th seed. <laughs> I don't think Lonzo's coming back, guys. I can't wait to go to Olive Garden Oh, Jesus. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, my God. We're going to eat everything. I, I can only afford four misses in the the ten the 20 playoff teams. But you know you'll be able to afford? Um, free breadsticks? All you can eat <laughs> Is it free or just all you can eat? Is it's all they, you can they eat. They don't give you the breadsticks? It's they charge you, you for bread? No, they don't. When you order a meal, they bring uh, you the breadsticks my, and the salad. Uh, Come okay. on. All right, all right. So they don't charge you You're for the breadsticks. You're talking like somebody that's never been to an olive Yeah, that's exactly before. right. <laughs> charge you for breadsticks. Will you, are you, what do you guys think? They make the playing tournament? I said that they wouldn't make the playoffs. And then there was an argument on the morning show yesterday, I believe, about what the play-in tournament is. I'm just saying, will they make the play-in tournament? The playoffs are the final eight. Yes. Right, the final eight. I'm not even going to say that. you get back in the lottery if you lose the play-in tournament. Correct. Yurko, did you have them in the play-in? I think I had them in the play-in at the beginning. I did. I'm looking for my notes right now. You guys, like, what do you think? (sighs) I I think play-in is still 
doable. I think so. But I, I think for what we should be hoping for is that they don't. I think what Bulls fans should hope for right now is that they continue to play bad basketball and it forces the hand of the front office to trade these pieces and then hopefully you get a top four pick and hopefully you get number one and you get Wemba Yama and things could actually fall in your change. lap. Well, it's got to be top four, right? Otherwise they send that pick yeah. out. Yeah. So you've got to be bad. You, you have to be, be like really, really bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah, the Bulls only have top four protection. They get the fifth pick, it's gone. Yeah, but they're not really bad. They've got to do something else. In, well, there's, I think you're right. There's only three teams you, worse you than You spin them off right now, DeRozan these. and Levine, you could be really bad. You can't trade Zach, what, until January? Yes. Right. you got to wait. They're not going to. But you could trade your best player. They're, so so you're eighth get, right now. So when do you trade Caruso? Oh, wow. Well, well, he said the best players. I said, when are you trading Caruso? Well, there was a, a video online yesterday from Bill Simmons suggesting that Caruso would be a perfect fit with the Warriors. Ooh, interesting. You know, get get a, a first-round pick from the Warriors in 27, 29. for Caruso, you think? I mean... You're getting a late pick, obviously. I think you'd have to find one of those championship-ready teams that are desperate. And, like, Caruso would be a perfect fit for that, Golden State on the, on the bench. Well, I, I, you know, we were talking about that the Mavs game the other night because I was watching the... Luca's so amazing. But, man, I tell you, uh, Kaminga, uh, I went to the Warriors game here last year. My, our buddy John Swanson right. took me to the Warriors game. The Bulls got their doors blown off. That was the game... Uh, Lonzo got hurt, I think, the game before. Zach got hurt in that game, if you remember, York. He played like five minutes. He was out of the game. Bulls were down 20-something at the half. But we uh, had great seats. We were sitting, And Kaminga, for whatever reason, wasn't always in the lineup a lot last year, but did play a lot in the first half. And I was like, damn, man. He was even more impressive live. He's 19. He's built like a – I mean, he runs like a gazelle. He's right, strong, right. and he's got hops. And I was like, man, I like Kaminga. And he played – he was the only one who was g- giving Luca a fight the other night. Was Kaminga? I like. I like. That'd be interesting. Like if uh, if Caruso ended up on a team like that that needs one more perimeter defender because I mean, Clay's not the same. Clay's not the defender. You, he once here's was. your problem, though. You're getting something back, right? What, what, are, you, what are you? What are you getting back? No, no, no. Well, you got to go cash, salary, yeah. salary. Yeah. So you got to be bringing something back with it, oh. and then how soon can you discard what you're getting back? Can we really be talking about this? Can we really be talking about the Bulls trading? They're not going to trade Zach. They... And anybody trade for a, 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 a bum need uh, Lonzo Ball? No. You can't trade that now. Nobody knows. There's no way. Nobody knows what's going to happen. You're stuck with him, huh? Which sucks because Lonzo's good. Yeah, but you're... Alonzo Ball that's not playing is not anything. He's of nothing. course not. Of course not. This is a uh, this is a bottom line business. I mean, I understand he's oh, good. Boy. He's so good. Like when he plays, he he's their three point. I mean, like think about it. They they, they shoot the least amount of threes in the NBA. Do you know that? That's because they're without seven or eight a game from Lonzo. If he were on the floor healthy, I also believe they're they're also not good around the basket. Mm. I, I think the only place the Bulls excel is in the De, mid range, which is the exact place you don't want to be. Like DeRozan and in Levine, today's yeah. NBA. Yeah, that's not really where you want to be. You don't you want be... you want rim runners yes. and three point shooters. Yes. That's what you, you want. want. Dunkers and three point yeah. shooters. That's exactly what you want. You want wing players that can fly and attack the, you know, attack yeah. the lane and attack. rim runners. Yes, exactly. And you want three point shooting. The Bulls take the least number of threes per game in the NBA. They don't shoot a terrible percentage. They're about middle of the pack. They were brutal last night, but they're about middle of the pack. Now, how much would that change as the volume went up? I, I don't know. I mean, but like their percentage isn't awful. They just don't take a lot. 
You know, they take like what well, did they, they take? They, like? I think they were what they took twenty five yesterday. Yeah, I think they're right around there for the and that's four for twenty five. Four for twenty five. Yeah, I was. That's a bad. It's sixteen percent. That's a bad night. You're not playing well Mm-mm. when you're four for twenty five. Paulie Cheesecake's ready for his picks. Oh boy, how'd you do last week, Paulie? Three and zero. Are you sure? Are we fact checking this, Paulie? You took I the Bears. I double and triple check. Well, what no, were no, the no. Play, what You were took the, the Bears. What were the plays? I took I took the Dolphins over the Texans. Okay, that covered. I took the the Eagles over the Packers. That covered too. He's right. So far, he's two and zero. And I took the uh, no wait wait let me think let me think uh, oh and I took the uh, wait wait oh shoot I can't remember you can't remember Damn. you took right, the Bears. No, no, he didn't take. No, no, I didn't take the. He didn't no, take the Bears. I didn't, I didn't take the Bears. He took three. Uh, he took three favorites, so he couldn't have taken the Bears. He took no, three no, favorites. no, no. All I right. forget who it is, but uh, but I know I was three and zero. I double and triple check. Well, listen, people better be listening to Paulie's picks then. If he's That's giving right. out three and zero, I mean, all right, Paulie, what do we like this week? I want. I'm taking the Dolphins. I don't care if they're playing the Niners. Well, you just love your Dolphins, huh? That's right. I don't. I don't give a rest. You know what? I don't care. Right. I'll Dol- take the Dolphins. Yeah, for the first time, I feel like you're taking a dog, too. The Dolphins plus the four. The Dolphins haven't been a dog yes. much this year, if, if at all. Yes. So, all right, Dolphins plus four. Yes. I want I want the Browns over the Texans. You're going to take the Browns over the Texans? You got the Deshaun revenge game happening? Yes. Okay, Browns minus seven, okay? Mm-hmm. And the Colts are going to lose. And the Colts are going to so lose. Wants Dallas. So you want now, but are you, are you taking Dallas to cover ten yes. and a half? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're sure. Yes. Can somebody keep track of these? Abdallah, keep track of these. Damn it. Well, you're right. Oh, yeah. Paulie's doing a good job. He sees three zero last week. Three zero every week. Also, I'm going to. Uh, He's coming I'm for Tom Furman's job. I'm going to a concert in Philly this weekend to see Debbie Gibson. Debbie, Debbie Gibson. Gibson, I think I'm alone. Is that the one? Listen, I gave her a cheesecake too. You know, you did. Oh, yes, I did. Is that, what years ago. Is that yeah? Is that what they he call gave it? Her a give, cake. Her, give her a cheesecake. Oh yeah, I gave it to her at the 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 Hilton on River Road in Rosemont. I bet you did. He gave it yes, to her. I did. On the yes, ri- at the Hilton and River Road. Was it in a room or <laughs> is it in the no, lobby? No, 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 no. They have that Hollywood uh, celebrity show where they, you meet the celebrities, and I gave her one. Do you think she'd remember? That cheesecake that you gave her? Listen, she remembers me three years later. I went to the Gay and Pride Parade at, uh, by Wrigley Field. She remembered me. Get out of here. Are you no. serious? No. There's, there's, she there's, a YouTube, you. there's a YouTube video of it, of her talking about me. Get out of here. I don't believe it. Send Wait, that. talking it about I you? Swear, I, swear, I swear. Yes, I do. Okay, send that to me. Okay, I gotta look for it to make sure that, that, that I'll send it to you. I bet you do have to look sure. You look sure to yeah. make sure. What, look for it to make sure it happened. What do you mean? No, no. I just want to double d- double check. All right. I'm not sure. putting Pauly cheesecake in Google right now and All see right. what comes up. All right, you making okay, any cheesecake? You but, making any cheesecakes uh, this week? Um, I'll make one in a couple of weeks. A new version of turtle. You gonna be busy for the holidays? This is the turtle every yeah. week. You're making a turtle. No, 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 no. This is a new version. The new version of turtle is. Craft caramels and uh, and Hershey kisses. Well, what about the, where the nuts come from, though? Don't you need nuts for a I turtle? Still the, I still put the nuts, but I'm just doing cho- those chocolate caramels. But you're telling me that you're telling. I think a turtle is chocolate nuts and caramel. You're not making a new yeah. version of the You're making a turtle. That's all. No, no, no. It's just different. All right. I put, I put I put Paul and cheesecake. I'm also getting, it's the same thing. 
Yeah, I'm, and I'm getting a haircut today because I got to look good for Saturday. All right, send a picture right, of the haircut do. and send this video. I want to see this video. Yeah, I'm looking listen, for it. I got to smile, too, because I just got my teeth whitened. Beautiful. Oh, you're good set, for dude. you. It sounds like you're set for Paulie's a night in the town. getting ready for a night I mean, he's going for, he got a whole night out in Philly. Call us next Paulie, week, don't right? forget your blue chew, okay? I, yeah, take your blue chew. Oh, listen, listen. My my doctor approved it. Good. I'm oh, glad. Wonderful. I talked go. to my endocrinologist. My A1C is good. good. My blood pressure is good. And he said, just do the blue chew. I love it. There That's you a, go. It's a just ringing do the blue chew. Paulie Cheesecake yeah. says, do you uh, ha- forget about hashtag, uh, uh, what, what's Chris's uh, hashtag something or another? Chris, what's your promo ESPN. code? ESPN. ESPN. Just use, a ha- use hashtag promo code do Cheesecake. The blue chew. Yeah. Uh, all right, Paulie. Do the blue chew. That's what it is right there. I'm not sure how he gets away with saying know. he's making a new version of a turtle. Yeah. With he's Taylor, he's Taylor Swift of cheesecakes. <laughs> and nuts. I looked up Paulie Cheesecake and Debbie Gibson. There's no video out here of the I'm two sure of them together. I'm sure like at the Chicago. I mean, like, and someone handed me a cheesecake. He's the most amazing, fascinating. No, but he's the, the most interesting man in the world. He is, the, like, without a doubt, the most interesting man The I story know. is he gave her a cheesecake, and then years later, they saw each other. And that's the video we're talking about? He yeah. said three years later, she recognized him. She saw him in the audience. <laughs> she said, Paulie Cheesecake. That's like, my cheesecake guy. It was delicious. <laughs> He's if honestly... some guy walked up to you and handed you a cheesecake, you'd remember. <laughs> well, that's true. How do you think we got to know Polly so well? That's a good point, Adam. He showed up and started giving us cheesecake. Yeah, well, give give Mike and Panachki's. That'll be twenty five dollars. Well, then he asked Yurko for money. Yeah, yeah. he and gave it to him. He wasn't giving us anything. That's the best. Hey. He's get his teeth whitened. He's get his hair cut. He's twenty five. You think this comes for free? Here you go, Yurko. Got a present for you. <laughs> By the way, it's twenty five bucks. Yeah. He came to a Ditka show on Chestnut. He walked in. He said, "I'm Paulie Cheesecake." He gave Yurko cheesecake. We all tasted it. I think Yurko ate. I think the whole thing. At I didn't the, eat the at, whole thing. What am I, an animal? At the end of the show. He walked up. He said, Yurko, I'm glad you liked it. You owe me $20. Yeah. I swear to God. I yeah. was like, wait, what? That's not bad for a cheesecake. That's a boss move, man. That's great. And then we did something up at uh, in Wrigleyville, and he came in with a cheesecake. And he's me and Tommy were going to you know, throw it in our faces, but we didn't. But we ended up putting our hands in it and stuff. He is. He goes, oh, you guys didn't even eat it, but it's good 25 now. He is the most interesting man <laughs> it's in like the a world. Give me $25 for come, this guy. Coming up next. Todd Furman's live in Vegas. Best plays coming up. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Bring Carmen and Yurko with you at home or in your office. Just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Every Thursday, we have the pleasure of talking to the one and only Todd Furman, one of the best handicappers in the business, live in Vegas. Make sure you check out his podcast, The Bet the Board Pod, available on Spotify and Apple, wherever you get your pods. How was Thanksgiving, Mr. Furman? Hold on, he's still talking to Abdallah off the oh. air. I thought he was ready to go. Abdallah's, Abdallah's Wait, trying to get him on. Abdallah's trying to beat the, the, no, 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 the no, no, it's on not, the It's bats. not Adam's Yeah, fault. mine was great. Yeah, yeah. My Thanksgiving was we're great. We're talking about the holidays. Yeah. We're talking about Thanksgiving. Oh, my All right, God. he's there. Hey, Todd, what's up, buddy? Hey, not a whole heck of a lot, gentlemen, but I got to ask questions before we kick things off. Yurk, how many shirts did you sweat through watching Romelu Lukaku blow chance after chance after chance against the Croatian side a couple short hours ago? They're, they're having a parade for him in Zagreb next week. He couldn't <laughs> sit still, Todd, for like the last. And I even, you know, if you've watched soccer, I mean, people know. I was, we were a mess yeah. in the final 10 minutes of the U.S. game. He couldn't sit still in the office. He was, like, pacing and walking in and out, and he couldn't watch. Yeah, renamed Romulu Lukakovic. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Hey, you know what? I mean, what he was able to do in that second half uh, grabbed headlines for all the wrong reasons. Expected goals, 1.7. The highest of any player not to score in the entire tournament. He did it about over a 30-minute span. I think there are some four- and five-year-olds in the Chicago land area that could have chested that ball into the net. It was amazing. Uh, We are getting breaking college news. It's good to have Todd on right now. What do we have? You know, we were just talking about this guy in this game, and we had figured Blake Corn probably won't play much because they want to make sure he's well-rested. The win or lose, Michigan's going to make uh is going to make the the playoff obviously they announced i guess that blake quorum is out for the year as he has now been officially shut down and he has to have knee surgery that is a devastating blow i know donovan Evers came back and popped those two long touchdown runs at the end but that's a bad loss for michigan isn't it todd it is. It doesn't really change their outlook this week in the conference championship against Purdue. They could go out there and win with Donovan Edwards and a couple of other casted characters, knowing that there's a clear talent gap. You may see a little bit of under money come in, a uh, total 52, 52 and a half kind of out there. I'd be surprised if you saw a lot of books move off to 17. I don't think any of us, like you alluded to, Carm, anticipated Corum being out there, kind of preserving him for what should be a surefire college football playoff berth and a game on December 31st. But now when you're looking at Michigan stepping up in class, whether it's playing the likes of Georgia, Ohio State again, TCU or USC, you're going to need to lean on Donovan Edwards a heck of a lot more. And we'll see if they have a slightly more uh, eagerness to lean on that vertical passing game uh, that we saw flashes of from J.J. McCarthy in the win against Ohio State. Yeah, he finally showed out a little bit last week. Uh, the game of the weekend might be tomorrow night in your backyard the utah usc game of course utah handed usc its only loss of the year that game was thrilling and exhilarating but playing in rice eccles uh versus playing usc on a neutral uh, a lot different what do you expect out of this game and what do you think of the price with usc being a little less than a field goal favorite right now at minus two and a half you talk about pacing. When I'm in attendance at the game tomorrow night, my significant other will be walking back and forth <laughs> trying to make sure her beloved alma mater can secure passage to the college football playoff. As far as numbers are concerned, guys, it's been interesting to watch the line movement throughout the week here. You did see some books open this number as low as USC minus one and a half. Got out to three, pretty much a consensus price, and then there was very real sharp money that came in on Utah, driving it back to two and a half. My number on the game is a pick em, um, but even at plus three, I wasn't running to bet Utah here. I'm not quite of the mindset that Cam Rising is 100%. You watch him against Oregon, short-arm throws, look re- pretty reluctant to take off when the pocket broke down around him. Dalton Kincaid nicked up as well, wasn't able to finish the game against Colorado when we know Tavian Thomas lost for the season with a toe injury. I look at Utah defensively, and while the numbers are good, the eye test tells me something very different. Uh, but I haven't had a great read on USC. I mean, I was on Notre Dame last weekend mm. uh, against them. Drew Pines fumbled to start the second half, kind of was the final nail in the coffin. So I think this will be a fascinating game to watch. I wish I had more of a compelling angle to make from a betting perspective, but clearly SC knows what's in front of them. Yeah. Win and you're in, lose, and uh, you may get sent to a second-tier bowl game at this point. Yeah, Todd Furman's our guest, the Bet the Board podcast. Wherever you get your pods, follow him on Twitter, at Todd Furman. Uh, I've been on the wrong side a couple of times of TCU uh, this year, including the first meeting between these two teams, Kansas State and TCU, where Kansas State was up nearly 20 points and still failed to score as they were down to a third-string quarterback at times in the second half. Uh, What do we think here? Both these teams have been good covers. I mean, TCU's been a machine pretty much at the window. Same type of line where we've got a a two-and-a-half-point spread. TCU, for all intents and purposes, playing a home game. Which side is the right side for the first game on Saturday? 
Hey, you mentioned TCU, 9-2-1 against the spread this year. That puts them in rarefied air with the likes of Oregon State and Tulane as some of the best teams in the country if you bet them blindly every single Saturday throughout the course of the fall. This number uh, at three, Kansas State would be the only way for me to look. I don't think the market ultimately gets there, which on some level I'm kind of relieved that I'm not going to have to fade TCU yet again. Mm. <laughs> you, you look at the Horn Frogs last week. They finished plus 48 on the scoreboard with a 62-14 win, only plus 47 in net yardage. You can dig through college box scores going back five to ten years. You ain't going to find a whole lot of games uh, that'll indicate that kind of domination when the yards are so close. But they've answered the bell every test that they've had. Max Dugan been outstanding. Uh, Kendra Miller, Pence, you can write him in for a touchdown every time TCU laces up the cleats. And Quentin Johnson should be healthier this week if you believe Sonny Dykes' comments earlier in the week. But Kansas State on the other side, they're going to have a healthy Deuce Vaughn. They know what Will Howard gives them under center. Uh, and I think this game is going to be exciting for from start to finish. Again, would lean towards Kansas State if the number got to three, uh, but the market extremely efficient right now and where it needs to be on these two teams. Six straight overs for the Bears. Uh, they The total in the game against the Packers is 43 and a half. Weather won't be an issue this weekend. How do you handicap situations where you look at a total and you might not love either offense, but you look at two defenses that are atrocious and can't stop anybody. In the last five weeks, the Bears are, I, I mean, you talk about epically bad. They are so far and away worse than anybody else in the league <laughs> in terms terrible. of EPA per play. It's not even funny. So how does a, a pro better, how do, we, how, do, how do you handicap that when you look at a total and you might want to go over, not because of offense, but because you hate both defenses? You know, this should be the perfect recipe that Bears fans should be extremely excited about. You've seen the development and maturation of Justin Fields leading the offense. The defense is completely cratered, so you have reason for optimism going into next year, and they're not doing anything at 3-9 and nine to potentially ruin their draft position. So it's the best of all worlds kind of meeting ahead here. You hate to see the injury to Darnell Mooney because mm. you'd like to see the receiving core healthy. But you're right. When you look at the Bears defensively, it leaves a lot to be desired. They made Mike White look like he should have his – you know, bronze bust in Canton as soon as this season ends. But Green Bay right now is a little bit more one-dimensional than I'd like to go over the total. Quite frankly, guys, I was hoping Aaron Rodgers got ruled out and they erred on the side of caution going into the bye, could get this total reduced, and the Green Bay Packers were going to take the shackles off of Jordan Love. Trevor Simeon, not exactly going to light up this Green Bay defense. The Bears should be able to run it, but probably not a game that I'm running a tango with. I have been surprised, though, that this number continues to tick out with Green Bay out to a five-point favorite. Yeah. If it got to six, as much as I hate to say it, I think the Bears become a somewhat intriguing value proposition, knowing that Rodgers is anything but 100%. All right, very interesting. Yeah, two injuries now, thumb and side, oblique, rib, whatever it is for Aaron Rodgers. How about maybe the game of the weekend in the NFL, the rematch of last year's AFC title game, Chiefs? Bengals, where the Chiefs are on the road, still laying two points. And the Chiefs uh, clearly want to get revenge, not just for the playoff game that got away where they blew a 14-point lead at Arrowhead, uh, but what our 18-point lead, I should say, but where they blew a two-touchdown lead at Cincinnati in Week 17 as well. Patrick Mahomes and company saying all the right things. They should have the pieces in place to attack Lou Anarumo's defense early uh, and force the Bengals out of their comfort zone. But the Bengals quietly have been one of the best stories in the league since they start off a little bit sluggish. They've now covered 8-9. and nine. They're leaning on Joe Burrow and allowing him to be the facilitator and distributor to all their talented playmakers. Jamar Chase will be back. I expect him on a snap count in this spot. Joe Mixon should clear concussion protocol. And, guys, I, I think you see points and plenty of them, especially early in the game, if you have access to a number of 26 or better in the first half. Uh, I'd look to go over the total. I think you're going to see plenty of fireworks through the first 30 minutes. Right. The game of the weekend is USA-Netherlands. Yeah, baby. What side you on there, friend? 
Yeah, this is a game, uh, honestly, Yurk, I was hoping that the market discounted Team USA again, and I was able to get them plus a goal. Uh, but even at plus a half a goal, for those folks new to betting soccer, that only includes the 90 minutes of regulation and any stoppage time they add, not overtime or penalty kicks. Uh, I think the red, white, and blue are extremely live. When you look at the Dutch, they haven't been, done a great job of generating chances. They should be able to get more out of Memphis Dupai, one of their uh, more electric attacking forces that they have out there. But Team USA won't be bullied, and I like them much more in the underdog role than I do when they have to play on their front foot. So it wouldn't shock me at all if this game ended in a draw in regulation. I think getting the half-goal head start makes a ton of sense. We're obviously going to want to monitor the status of Christian Pulisic, uh, but if you watched his interview earlier today with uh, Jenny Taft, I really believe he's going to be out there in some capacity, and I think this team is bonded together. Uh, would not be shocked at all to see them pull off an outright upset and maybe set up a massive showdown next week against the Argentinians in the quarterfinals. Oh, baby, how about it? All right, any other best bets you want to give out for the weekend? Yeah, we'll go to a game that uh, there's plenty of injury questions swirling, and you may get a better number here, but I think at 48.5, there's still some wiggle room to go under between Coastal Carolina and Troy. Mm. Grayson McCall may play. Even if he does, he'll be a shell of himself. Troy's defense for me as a top 40 unit overall would be one of the better ones if they played in a conference like the ACC. I like that game under 48.5. And if you're looking at the NFL slate this weekend, one game we did break down between the Titans and Eagles, encourage folks to check out the Bet the Board podcast. Uh, I'm going to take a level of familiarity between the Dolphins and 49ers and go under the total. These teams know each other all too well, and while I think you could see plenty of passes, Mike McDaniel knows the 49ers' offensive personnel. The Dolphins should have some questions along that offensive line, and while they've been explosive, look at the opponents that they put up those crooked numbers against. I think it's the first team to 24, and maybe what could be a potential preview of a Super Bowl matchup if things were to break the right way. Yeah, and I know the Niners haven't played a daunting slate here in the last month, but they're giving up like 10 points a game over the last four. That defense is playing with a lot of confidence right now. Todd, excellent stuff as always. Enjoy the weekend, buddy. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Have fun. Uh, Chris Black, our, one of our producers, is a USC guy, your wife, so we're cheering for USC. Why not? Uh, I, I like the way they're playing. I like that offense. Enjoy the game, and we'll talk to you next week, all right? Hey, always a pleasure, guys. Best of luck with all your picks this weekend. All right, buddy. We'll see you. There's Todd Furman, at Todd Furman on Twitter, and the Bet the Board podcast. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Follow at Carmen DeBalco and at Yurko64 on Twitter. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Dire Straits coming at you. WMVP. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. I think it's Dire Straits, right? Yeah. I have that right here. That's the way you do it. Play the guitar on your MTV. Hope everyone's having a wonderful day. We're having fun. We're going to cross Not another one. Not another one. Oh, no, that was still be coming up. Sorry, Carl. Which game you watch? Spain. one nothing over. España. Yeah, over Japan. It's uh, Alvaro Morata in the middle. You got a good team, you keep saying. Yeah, I'm telling you, Spain can score, man. They have got some skill. Mm-hmm. Black's letting this one breathe. I like it. This I like good, it. Good stuff. You keep it going forever. It's what we call uh, uh, the one without the lyrics. It's just musical. Instrumental. Instrumental. It is. It, it's important, too. Yes, it is. And that's that. Yeah. And then it runs out. And then yeah. it just runs out. Then it's over. You'd have a continuous loop. Well, I tell you, that Dow's a little salty over there. Oh, he yes, he be. is. What the hell's going on over there? He absolutely is. 
I'm over I'm there. Salty? I'm conversing. First of all, talking about tonight's no, show. No. I can't wait to get you on. Can't wait to come on. It's with a gonna no. be First a of all, you said you didn't want to come on with us. Then it's not true. You're fisting this bark into your face. Fisting I don't know what it is. Barking. It's this. It's this chocolate uh, peppermint bark. You're getting chocolate. I only and, like and the chocolate on the back. All over your. So fingers. I turned it over. You're rubbing it all and over I'm just my eating jacket. The chocolate. You rubbed, you did. Then you I wasn't rubbing. No, no, no. I washed my hands. I know you gave me strength. I washed my hands. With your mouth. It's disgusting. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You did. You got chocolate all over his jacket. I did not see that. I saw I, it. I mean, what are you guys, colorblind? What's no, going on? I don't think so. You, can't, you think you can't transfer germs. You're transferring chocolate all over the I place. I don't know what you're talking about. You did say, just wait until it rains. Yes. And the yeah. jacket will be clean. The I will be fine. No, I said, what happens when it rains? Stand outside in the Does rain. Does your jacket get wet? Of course. What, are you going to be upset about it? No. You can't because it's a jacket. I'd be a little bit upset though if somebody got chocolate all over. Ah, uh, I'm not. You'd be it upset. Was ch- you know, it was the uh, be upset it was the white, white like the white powder. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't the chocolate. The white even. powder, or whatever. Okay, but that, that's not the same. You're eating. It looks like a bird took some blue chew all over my the back of my jacket. Now, <laughs> how about Paulie's endorsement of blue chew? That was phenomenal. Due to blue chew. I mean, that's new. Well, Black, you ought to run with that. You ought to yeah. call him up and say, do oh, yeah. the blue chew. Just wait until we get the reads tomorrow. Yeah. Do hey, the blue chew. Paulie's doctor says, yes, right. Paulie's ready to go. He's got fresh teeth, new haircut, and a blue chew yeah. in the pocket. D-O-D-A. Pocket down the street. Do the blue chew. Here blue I chew. come. Disco fever. Walking down yeah. the street. You can't tell by the way I use my walk. Only he's singing Debbie Gibson songs. I guess he is. Yeah. Only in my dreams. You just got to think we're alone now. No, that uh, was no. Tiffany. That's, that's Tiffany. Tiffany. That's oh, yeah, Tiffany. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only in my dreams is our girl, that Debbie Gibson. Right too. Oh, he's got a fresh dial up. He's got his teeth cleaned. He's got his blue chew, and he's ready to go to a teeth Debbie Gibson. Teeth whitened, not just clean. Yeah, he got he's them getting them whitened. Paulie, if Paulie's got a shot with Debbie Gibson, it would be only in his dreams. Uh, Scott, Come on. A friend of the show, Scott Delavitt, was saying, there's no way Paulie's real. I said, he's oh, real. No, he's real. That's not a bit. Nope, that's real. Oh, he's real. Randy's in Seattle on ESPN 1000. What's up, Randy? Randy. <laughs> hey, boys. That's tough to follow. I'm glad I wasn't on right after, Polly. Um, Carm, I've got a question for you about uh, about whiskey and yurt. Something you said some time ago, I wanted to tell you we have something very much in common. Okay. So it was a while back, and you mentioned just in conversation on the show that um, – you really didn't know uh, your grandparents and yeah. that your dad's dad died when your father was seven. Yes. And, that, and that's exactly the same situation I have. Yeah. I didn't know my grandparents, and my dad's dad died when my dad was seven. You didn't know any of them? No. Were they left mm-hmm. up? Did they stay back in a, in a country somewhere? I mean, why did you not? No, no they, they were here, but my folks were both the youngest in their families. Mm. And... Uh, much older brother and sister, so got they it. were gone. I See? did. I did barely meet one. I got to. Uh, I, I got to tell all these guys to keep their grandparents' bias away from me. Well, you like Waddle's always trying to poor everybody, and now you're yeah. trying to make us feel bad because we got to experience our grandparents. Yeah. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't bias. I don't feel bad. I'm sorry. You don't even realize you're doing it. It's just there. Oh it, you reek of it. What's your whiskey? You reek question, of grandparent Randy. bias. Unbelievable. Um, Bur- Carm, no question. You're the bourbon maven. Yeah, um, yeah. there's no gray area. No gray area there. Who's the Scotch expert at the uh, at the station? And how about a little love for Scotch guys? Probably Tommy. Waddle. Waddle would be your Scotch guy. Um, 
I mean, I know and a he little loves bit it about Petey. scotch, but I just don't love. He loves it, yeah. Petey, man. Yeah, yeah I do. Do you need smoky. a recommendation, or do you like scotch, Randy? Do you know enough? No, about I it? like scotch, oh. and uh, and I won't go with Waddle selections because I don't do the Isla. Yeah, I like too much. Scotches. I, I'm with you. I don't yeah. like it. If anything, you get the Highland stuff. Is that what you get? Like stuff yep. from Space Side. Highland, Space Side. You bet. Yeah, yeah well, I Randy got. Randy knows. Car- He's got the regions down. Space Side. Highland. Yeah, Carmen's friend got me a bottle of Glenlivet Nadura. Oh, and it was edge, phenomenal. Yeah. Remember when, it's a Highlands. when I got her Packer tickets? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she gave me a gift, and you yeah. delivered it. It I was remember. fantastic. That bottle's gone. Randy, thanks, buddy. Me um, and my boys drink it. Yeah, Glenlivet. Like the flit, the Glens are Highland scotches. They're not as peaty. The Highlands. My, boy, my boys were with me, and I said, let them drink. Let them drink, boys. <laughs> let them drink. Yeah, the, if you go to Isla and Campbelltown, that's where you yeah. get Lafroy. That's where you get those, like, you know, you might as well be putting your head in yeah. a bonfire. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you are there. Yeah, I don't like that. And stuff. it's P. I don't mind the flavor, but it's intense. Yeah, it's intense. You better be ready for it. It's intense. If you're not ready for it, it'll slap you. Does Waddle really like that? He likes the real heavy yeah. Petey stuff. Yeah, he'll yeah. tell you. I mean, he'll be here shortly. He'll yeah, tell you exactly yeah. what he Randy does. Knows, he, knows, like. he, he knew all the regions. He knows. Yeah. I think scotch. You're bourbon. Scotch. I'm a, more of a rum guy. You love rum, man. Ooh, them pirates knew what they were doing. Yeah, they did. Silly bastages. Yeah. Sitting there raping and pillaging and then stealing and cooking up that molasses. All I'm right. telling you. Thank you. Hey. And on that note, Yurko does have the final word. Uh, and we'll cross talk coming up next. The final word is brought to you as always by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. You dated Liz Frank for a little yeah. while, didn't oh, you? Oh, boy, good-looking chick. Man, let me tell you. Prom queen. She's a prom queen. Uh, what do you think about that? Coming up next. Up at uh, Skevinston, uh, Skokie Evanston area. It was-